before you celebrate uh, International Women's Day. You kind of just got to have those things in mind. Because again, we say it every episode, actions speak louder than words. Seven. Episode seven, we're back at it, baby. Matt makes episode know. seven. Here we are. We're hitting up, man. How you doing? Not too bad. Uh, it's just just another day in COVID paradise. Honestly, like the, the restrictions are loosening up a little bit where I'm at. I'm in Ottawa right now, so it's like it's not bad. It's not bad. I'm seeing a lot of people start to get outside. You know, it's nice to get together with friends. With it's safe and outside and all that kind of stuff so it's kind of end in sight getting yeah. through once it was tough man like it's it's tough i feel like i think i said this on the last episode too that january february kind of felt like three months each and i feel like only now we're starting to get over the hump of you know uh the covid lockdown winter lockdown uh, of 2020 2021 you know what i mean yeah, you know, it, it's weird because, like, I I honestly have to stay off Twitter and just online sometimes because, like, I was feeling, like, good. I was like, oh, my God, yeah, the end is near. We're almost getting there. And then I see on Twitter, like, we had a crazy spike today in COVID uh, cases. And it's like, are we actually trending downward now, you know? So it's like, I don't know. I just need to, I need to put my phone away and stop looking at that immediate news because it just changes how you feel based on what you read like what catchy headline you see you know yeah changes changes the entire situation but you know at least with the vaccine starting to get produced a little more quickly yes sir the timeline for that kind of gets expedited a little bit so we can get back to what life was um as you know as quickly as you can and you know most importantly make sure that everybody's safe and not harming anybody else either and we can not forget about this because it's like a significant moment in our history but um put it in the past let's say yeah and i mean like on on the note of the vaccine we won't spend too much time on this but i'm no medical student but isn't it kind of interesting how there's like four or five different brands pushing a vaccine at the moment and it's like yeah what does that mean to the consumer you know like do i get to pick i want the johnson johnson versus the pfizer versus the whatever it is you know it's, yeah, it's like where, how does brand this be like a combined effort you know but. yeah yeah no, it's, the way i see it it's kind of like hand sanitizer there's like a million different brands of hand sanitizer but it all kind of gets the job done yeah so whatever one I'm you take you're fine yeah exactly you know personally i'm more of a purell guy and you know, i'll brand more <laughs> I'm a life brand uh, <laughs> hand sanitizer kind of guy, you know. <laughs> anyway, though, I think we, we talk about COVID enough. Um, today, we're recording this on March 8th. It is International Women's Day. The little, yes, little clap, little shout, uh, sound clip next time. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's International Women's Day. Um, obviously, that's, you know, a time where we can kind of recognize the you know, the achievements of kind of women around us and um, the struggles that they're still facing and, you know, put a spotlight on that so that we kind of understand how long we've come, but like how far we still need to go. Um, And obviously, you know, with something like this, similar to, you know, Black History Month last month, you you get kind of curious on, on, 
the kind of brand responses, you know, sometimes they can feel very performative as we, as we like to mention quite a lot, you know, taking advantage of a specific day to attach their product to the certain meaning of it. Um, how do you, how do you kind of feel about that in general? Just like brands commenting on international women's day, is there a way to do it right versus not so right? I mean, it's, it's a tricky question. I think like you can identify the super performative stuff, you know, in a second, it's easy to come across stuff that feels very disingenuous. Um, but I mean, like it depends on the brand too, right? Like, you know, if Coca-Cola comes up with like a international women's day post, it's like, are you guys just jumping on the bandwagon? Like of celebrating, celebrating this day. Also like celebrating feels like it's kind of like the wrong word, isn't it? Like, yeah, I feel like, you know what i'm gonna give actually my, no actually no i think that's why do you why do you think it's the wrong word i don't know like I, I was thinking about this today and like i'm first and foremost full disclosure it's like i'm a man uh <laughs> so like i don't really have a lot of skin in the game when you know talking about how i what i think of international women's day and you know all, i can appreciate all of the women in my life all the leaders um that i've looked up to and continue to look up to in my career and how important that is for me. But it's like getting over like the optimistic stuff and the inspirational stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking this morning, kind of like Black History Month, it's it's the only comparable thing that I can, um, you know, uh, gravitate towards in this and bring together and really hold sure. not apples to apples, but it's kind of like similar um, types of, you know, concepts to me if that's the right word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, In terms of like it being, you know, I'm a, I'm a black guy and not a woman, but like, I know what it feels like to be different and I know what it feels to like not be represented and, you know, system systematically, you know, oppressed in some regard. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, right. But it's like, it kind of got me thinking. It's like, my first thought was like, you know, why, not my first thought, but it's like, why do we need to have like these days for celebration? You know what I mean? And why do we need to, why do we need to have this? Like my first thought is, you know, shouldn't we be doing this every day? And, you know, black history month, like, shouldn't we be celebrating black history? Like black history is North American history. You know what I mean? Like black history mm-hmm. month, that's all what it's all about. And I see a similar kind of point of view on, international women's day and that like we should be doing this always but i feel like an important part to recognize that situation is like yes it is important to have these days but we as a society i don't feel have like progressed to the point where that's like a reality where women are equally represented um are treated respectfully in the workplace are valued in the workplace like that just isn't a reality quite yet for you know my situation like the situation that that's relevant to, you know, me and my career and all that kind of stuff. So it's yeah. like, we'll get there eventually. But I think that like it's important as this being like a, a stepping stone to get to like, uh, you know, it being completely normal and women being equally represented. Like it reminds me of how far we need to go and to tie this back up to, you know, the brand perspective, I think like injecting themselves into the situation without really looking internally and saying, okay, 
Are women represented in my company fairly? Are they getting paid the same amount as men? Do we have women on our leadership boards? Like all those types of things are like kind of like the check marks and the criteria of like, here's what you need to do before you say X, Y, D and X, Y, Z. And before you celebrate uh, International Women's Day, you kind of just got to have those things in mind. Because again, we say it every episode, act and speak louder than words. Yeah. So what do you think? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I always, I, I, I get what you're saying and, and I agree in terms of it shouldn't just be one central day where you focus on a gender and every other day you're not at all. You know what I mean? Like if you're a brand or if you're somebody that is, you know, championing, championing and like celebrating international women's day via a social post or something like that, you would hope that you're doing the work throughout the whole year similar to black history month it's like what does your executive team look like what does your board look like like are you going to celebrate the achievements of women by not uh, before even looking internally and making sure that the women at your company are feeling safe and are feeling like they have room to grow and they're represented and stuff like that so i feel like that would you know cancel out the whole performative aspect if you're doing the work internally Mm -hmm. um in terms of just the celebration i see it as another day that we choose to celebrate you know like Mm uh there's actually i learned last year there's actually international men's day which is like in the fall or something like that i was like i had no idea that was a thing but um there's different days that we choose to celebrate because they fall on historical moments so Mm -hmm. i see that as you know being another one of those things but as long as you're still doing the work to celebrate and champion and um give space and highlight women throughout the year then it is what it is, you know? Yeah. Then um, you, it gives you a little bit more of like the grounds to be able to just speak and, you know, exactly. Yeah. And it was funny. Um, it's not even funny. I mean, I guess they were trying to go for humor, but I saw a post from Burger King UK on Twitter. Um, basically like the initial tweet said women belong in the kitchen. Obviously, you know, a stupid sexist joke we've, we've heard for, for yeah, years. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and then the whole intent, I guess, was they had a threaded reply. So the next tweet that kind of promoted their efforts to change the gender ratio among chefs. So it was like, "Women belong in the kitchen." Tweet one, tweet two was like, "This is why we want to, you know, we're committed to creating a scholarship for female Burger King employees and stuff like that." And as you can imagine, with the internet, we pay attention to the first thing. We're not going to dig deep and look at the second or third or fourth tweet to get the context. You know what I yeah. mean? Like everyone takes that snapshot and they run with it. So they were just getting trash, you know, all day today about like, how dare you like make a sexist joke in order to promote something else? Like, why would you tear women down in order to uplift them in a second tweet? Just how like immature it was and, and all of that. Obviously, you know, like, there, I don't think there was any ill intent from the brand, but you have to just know that, like, how Twitter works. Like, people are going to take the first thing you say and run with it. Like, yeah. what did you really expect, you know? Well, yeah, it's so – that's one of those things, too, that bugs me a little bit because it's, like, it puts advertising first. You know what I mean? It's, like, yeah, make a campaign that's going to go viral that, like, people are going to react to – a lot of which is going to catch people's eyes. Like that's what Burger King is. Like it's just like kind of like show stopping, big announcement. Like you see this in every single thing that they do. Like mm-hmm. um, 
like earlier last summer when they were just like go buy a Big Mac or shop at McDonald's yeah, or like whatever. yeah like and that's like a big bold headline that everyone's like whoa what do you mean and then you read in the context it's the same formula um oh sure yeah yeah which is with a bit more of like a risky headline and you know what bothers me about this is like even if you look you know you see the context you have all the different tweets in front of you you see what they're trying to do you guys just like made a post that was like that kind of like took away from what international women's day is supposed to be you said let's go viral first let's let's just like make something and put it in the world and see how people react to and it's less about like celebrating the people who work for that company or work Mm -hmm. on you know front lines or like the corporate you know head office employees like it's not about celebrating them it's about getting a crazy message out there and that's why i think it's kind of just like okay cool you guys did it great like is that that worth it more than the message that you're supposed to actually be supporting like the chef's message or whatever should be the number one thing that you say and the only thing that you say and you know maybe it won't garner as much attention like it won't get 700k likes but like people will understand what you're trying to convey and they won't be offended by what you're saying yeah exactly it's like it gives you a little bit more of like a perspective of how their marketing team was probably like we need something big. We need something controversial. Yeah, trend today. Yeah. Let's make something big versus like being like, it's International Women's Day. Let's like make a post about what we're doing to support women in our organization. And if that doesn't go viral, who cares? You're doing the work. Like you're doing the thing that you should be doing in this regard. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I just think I, you know, your performance metrics are going to be good, Burger King. Like you did exactly what you're going to do, but does that make you any more respectable? In my opinion, no, you put advertising, you put creative, you put viral content before the message and yeah, uh, works for some things. But one like this, like, like imagine if they made a post that was like, we hate black people (laughs) because Blah, blah, blah. you know what i mean like just like you know what i mean how stupid that is it's like okay like <laughs> when you compare it yeah man oh my god like, you, like when you when i think of something like that i'm just like okay like what are you trying to say here like let's just get to that yeah. point that makes more sense it's like you're screaming in a loud room it's like ah okay now that i have everybody's attention this is what i'm doing like yeah it's, it's like it's just annoying it's funny because they double down too, like uh a brand tweeted back at them and they're like, it's not too late to delete this or something like this and within like an hour. And they're like, why would we delete this? We want to bring attention to our program that we're, uh, we're putting out and all that. And it's like, all right, cool. I expect an apology by next week. Well, we'll report on that if they, if they do it, but I think they will. Yeah. And it's like, if there's any hesitancy towards that, then, you know, it was never about the average or like the international women's day in the first place. If they say if they don't come out and say we're sorry that this message wasn't as clear as we wanted it to be, cures like our apology, like our bad on that one. This is what's really important. But if they yeah, don't, yeah. people challenge them on that, and they and you know Burger King takes a stance and is defensive on it, then you just prove my point. <laughs> like it was never about the actual thing that you're doing; it's about how you're saying it and. For that, Burger King, your food sucks anyways. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Man. All right. That's it on Burger King. We've given you enough airtime. Um, 
the next kind of topic. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, the next topic is interesting because we've talked about would you pay for social media many times on the podcast before, and now we're kind of seeing a new revenue model for a social media platform, which is Twitter. Uh, so they're announcing a paid feature that's called Super Follow. And basically, Twitter users will be able to charge their followers for like access access to like extra content or access to like certain tweets. So um, you like can basically, like Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. I, I've seen that in an article of comparison before, or like a Patreon where you would pay and then you can get an access to like a bonus tweet, um, like a badge that indicates your support, or like a specific community group. It's interesting, right? Like, like it. When I first see it, I think it's like it'd be great for like a public figure. Like, if I'm a Cardi B or something like that, and I have a bonus tweet, you have to pay four ninety nine to see my bonus tweet section a month. Pretty easy way to make a lot of money, right? I don't know if I would pay to see someone's extra tweets or like bonus content, but I kind of get where they're where they're going with it at least. You I think mean, you would ever use it? Uh. No, uh, I would never post something or pay for something like that. I don't think. Yeah. yeah. Um, it kind of takes me back to like, um, number title. Like when we, we wrote articles on it when it first came out when we were a Hummer, I remember yeah, being yeah. like, it's basically just like paying for extra content on top of this music streaming service. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, sure, cool. Yeah. This is like the same thing, except, the content is probably going to be so incredibly watered down. Like, is it custom content that like, again, like maybe these details exist somewhere, but when you think about um, like, let's use Drake as an example. If Drake mm-hmm. is like tweeting something, what's going to make me pay for that tweet? Like what is going to be the difference between the tweets that I pay for versus the ones that I don't? Because if I pay for, you know, this content, this exclusive content and it's just like Drake, posting a picture of one of his Lamborghinis. I don't give a shit about that. Like why, why am I paying five bucks for that? You know what I mean? It has to be such curated specific content that like I would feel like I'm missing out on. Um, and if it's not, then it's not worth it to me. It kind of feels like the, these like little like micro payment transaction things that social media is at like companies have been doing yeah. recently. It's just like, I get it because they're trying to monetize their business and like find new ways to, to generate revenue. But it's like at the core of its content, like what is really the purpose of this? Like, what is the, like, what is the consumer going to do? Like, what am I taking away from something like that? I don't know. Like, it's like, uh, I don't know. Like, would you ever use something like that? It feels like it's a big, it, it feels weird. Maybe you have a different Gimmicky perspective. A little bit, right? I, so with the tweets part, it's a little weird because what's stopping me from what's stopping someone from screenshotting those tweets and then just posting them for everyone else to see, you know, like yeah. how do you stop that action? I don't know. Um, when it gets into stuff like a community group, I think it's a little more interesting where it's like if Drake, for example, wanted to create a group that only people that paid could like have access to and maybe he's talking in the group or something like that. I personally wouldn't pay, but I could see a lot of people paying for something yeah. like that. As well as they mentioned like a badge indicating support. So I guess if you, we'll go with the Drake example again. If you could have a badge on your profile that says like Drake fan or something like that, that you paid for to receive. 
again, I wouldn't buy it, but I could see a super fan like subscribing to that, you know? So yeah, yeah. I think there's a market for it. I don't really know how brands would would take advantage of it because you yeah. bet I am not going to pay for a freaking KFC band or something, you know? Like, unless, <laughs> well, unless it came with like an offer or something like that. Sure. It's like, sure. But then at that point, it's like kind of like a subscription service. Like it's like pay for this thing and then you have access to deals and whatever. Like, I don't know. It, like it really depends on the brand. But again, yeah. like, that kind of stuff already exists in different channels like email or like mailers or anything like that that you get from like a kfc or something like that you know what i mean i guess the benefit is having it in one place because like at the moment if you think of patreon or OnlyFans or whatever those are separate websites but like this would all be on twitter where your users already are yeah slight benefit there i don't know like i could i could see like podcasts doing pretty well doing this like the joe button podcast could probably make pretty good use of it because they're already trending on twitter every time they drop an episode right so i don't know yeah yeah well i mean i don't know yeah it's it's kind of interesting it kind of feels like you know when um apple like released like the iphone i think it was the iphone 8 a couple years ago and it didn't come with the headphone jack anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of feels like they're just like selling their our own stuff back to us in a way, like where it's just like, okay, well, if you want to use your headphone jack, then you know you have to pay for this specific adapter, or you have to get the wireless headphones, or you have to get the AirPods. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like this stuff already, like Twitter already exists, and like they're having trouble like innovating the actual use and functionality of the platform, so they're just using like different ways to put caps on their on their content in a way that helps monetize the platform I, it's like i just don't really see a huge like again i'm very cynical for it. To, yeah it comes when i'm when it comes to social media i'm very cynical about the way that you know i interact with them the way that like i would need to pay for something i just yeah, don't yeah. really see myself using it like a super you know follow. what it's because i think you've mentioned in a previous episode i think we're just so used to this being free for since facebook in 2005 we've been on social media for that long right so for them to now start to like add paywalls to it it's like whoa 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 this has been free for 15 years and now you want to start charging for it because yeah. if you think about it every other digital product has a paywall of some sort pretty much yeah. where it's like you can't access this on your tier membership so upgrade to to get it but social media doesn't have that so i think i don't know companies are just trying to figure out like how can we slowly start to make a bit of money off of this platform aside from just ads pretty much yeah and i wonder if i wonder if this is like a ripple effect of brands like like the whole brand safety thing and you know brand putting less advertising dollars into social media and stuff like that because for obvious reasons and privacy too like you know what i mean all that kind of stuff so it's like i wonder if this is kind of like a ripple effect of what we've seen sort of be a trend in our last little bit in the last couple years let's say but it's kind Mm -hmm. of interesting because like I don't know. Maybe we need to dig into that one a little bit more, maybe in another episode. Cause it's kind of like an interesting thought to like, think yeah. that like we're not making money on ad revenue. And plus brands are probably spending a little bit less, like their advertising budgets, probably a little less now because of COVID. 
Um, so they're not spending as many dollars in these platforms. So like these companies, the social media giants are like, how can we monetize our platforms in a way that doesn't just rely on ad revenue? You know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask you one more question on this because I'm curious. Is there anything a social app, you use Instagram the most or TikTok, is there anything a social app can do that would cause you to want to pay? Like, is there a feature they can include, no ads whatsoever, that would make you interested in paying somewhat? I don't know if I've, like, unlocked that, like, level of, like, thought quite yet because I don't know <laughs> what – I don't know what to answer your question. Like right now I say no. Um, I don't really partake in social media that much or like in in that regard, like paid social media content. I don't know if I would do that, but like probably the closest thing is probably no ads, but then yeah, it's like, I, I, I might pay for a certain platform if I don't have ads on it. And to be honest, like, when I think of Instagram or TikTok or um, Facebook, even like the main ones that I use, I don't even see ads that often. Well, I know that's a that's a huge lie. Instagram, like, there's I, so many. Yeah. yeah, I just scroll past them. I don't like. It's just like okay, whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah. when I'm like forced to sit down and like watch a 30 second ad or a 15 second ad on like YouTube or even when I'm watching TV or something like that. Like I would pay for a TV service that didn't include ads. Like I would yeah. pay a premium for that for sure. I hate TV ads. Like yeah, <laughs> I hate man. watching, you know what I mean? And like when I'm watching like Netflix and stuff like that, it's like, it's just so easy to just watch content, like long form content without being interrupted. But I don't see myself doing that on social media unless on it was like media. an extra, like, like a sweet feature or something like that where like, I could talk to like celebrities or some shit like that. Like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? It would have talk to be to like, Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drake, <laughs> give me a, yeah, get yeah. Drake to respond our group chat. That I'd pay for yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but I don't know. What about you? I feel like we talked about this a little bit. Like, I, I don't we, know. We, yeah, we talked about this a little bit. Um, I think it would be the ad thing as well. You know, it's interesting because I see them on, I notice that the ads on Twitter a lot more because they're not as personalized as they are on Instagram. On Instagram, sometimes it really does just feel like my feed, so I just keep scrolling. On Twitter, it's like it completely jumps out because I don't even feel like I'm the target for that ad most of the time. And it's like, get this off my feed. Like, I don't want to see this at all. So if it was like a dollar a month or like $2 max, then I I would pay for that to not see any ads on Twitter. Same, Um, same. Like, it would have to be like, like I'm not paying $10 for ad-free service. I'll pay a dollar and like, forget it you know what i mean yeah it's just it's just like when you think about like outside of that would you pay for social media without ads like i just don't know what that feature looks like that would have to be real innovative it would have to be so interesting and like it's such a challenge that i think social media giants are probably running into right now because they're like this right here like the super follow thing is like their best crack at something like this <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like yeah and that's not enticing at all to me like i don't care like i'm not gonna go on one i don't even really have twitter so i, I guess yeah, not, so well. not even the target at this point right but like if i was you know if i if i apply that to instagram or tiktok and like unlocking specific content from someone that i follow like would i pay for that Probably not, to be honest, but 
know. It'll be interesting because it'll set the it'll kind of set precedence for what other companies I think do. Because I'm sure Facebook is probably watching this pretty tightly. Like if this ends up working, of course they are. You know, they're just gonna do the same thing pretty much. But I don't know, man. Like we're we're getting to that point where yeah, something was free for almost too long, so they're gonna start stripping things away. So yeah, we'll see. They gotta find a new like business model outside of add revenue to pretty much yeah Yeah, to make it make it really significant and make it worth it but we'll see um on the subject of another ad something i was seeing uh suit supply so (laughs) (laughs) they're a a suit supply store so a suit department store whatever it is in the states um they had an ig ad that went viral and basically the reason why is the tagline was like the new normal is coming and the ad just featured a bunch of models like wearing suits and wearing dresses, kissing each other in like an exaggerated fashion to the point where I was like, what the hell is this? You know, um, obviously the new normal, they're playing on the fact that, you know, people are making out, they're going to be closer again. Like, I guess like the end is near for COVID, like with the vaccine circulating, we'll be good and we'll start to go back to what we were doing before, which is lying down on a bed in a suit and kissing all of your friends, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what I personally <laughs> do. So, like, obviously, the comments they were going crazy. They're just like, "This is disgusting. What does that have to do with suits? And like, why are you pushing this during a pandemic and all of that?" And I, it just kind of made me curious. Is like, is this a one-off kind of ad, or will we start seeing more ads where brands are kind of pushing the COVID boundaries a bit um, now that the vaccine is circulating? Like, can we say no more masks and let's like showing our ads that we're having fun close to each other again and, and stuff like that. Well, remember my first thought is like, I think, yes, we're going to see a lot more ads kind of like this, but yeah. when I, cause when I think of like when we were first entering COVID like this COVID era, I should say, and there was like that influx of during these unprecedented times, like type ads. So we're going to see, we saw a lot of, covid related ads and i think we're gonna start seeing a lot of like post covid like opening up related ads like probably not as drastic as this one like this one was a little (laughs) bit uh you know out there but i feel like as things start to open up and you know we'll see that which is so interesting because when we think about how brands are spending their advertising dollars and stuff like that like the government is announcing that things are opening back up so like why do why would a brand feel like they would need to like also spend millions of dollars on a tv commercial when the announcement's kind of already been made for them you know what i mean like i don't know because that but i don't know to answer your question i feel like this adds like a little bit it's out there and it's 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 not burger king provocative-esque but like it's still like okay like we'll we'll start to see probably a little bit more covid you know end is in sight type ads that we'll see but it's weird because like there's not like a hard date of like october 17th is, is when this is all ending and let's work towards that but i don't know yeah it's also like just kind of weird because it's like you you said there's it's true that there's no like specific date as to when it's going to happen but it's like people are still dying in the pandemic and it's like we're kind of saying, oh, end is near, like it's it's close. We're we're almost there, guys. And it's like, 
yeah, it's kind of some people don't have that perspective as well because people are being hospitalized every day. So it's like, when can you start partying? You know, when is it like safe to say we're ready to party? I don't know. Yeah, and like shut up until we're good to go. Like, you know, like, yeah, that's kind of my perspective on it. That was such a weird ad. Like, we'll link it in whatever like platform we're on. Yeah, it's like you be the judge. It's kind of like, what, like, literally, what are you guys thinking? And it's like, maybe I don't follow that brand close enough, but at the same time, it's also like your suit brand, bro. Like, Hey, what, Bro, like, what, before like, you even finish, the rest of their posts before that are just regular people in suits. And then they just kind of came crazy out the blue with this like weird kind of sexy ad. And it's like, dude, what are you, what are you doing? Like, where <laughs> is this from? Like, that's yeah. so weird. I don't know. But hey, I guess from their perspective, we're talking about their brand. So I don't know. You know, yeah. all publicity <laughs> is good publicity. Like need, this. <laughs> yeah, I need new suit. Like, I don't know. Stop. Suit supply, where are you at? Yeah. yeah suit um, supply, where you at, bro? <laughs> I need new suit. Yeah. Um, so kind of on the subject of the, the pandemic, it's almost been a year. I think next week will kind of mark a year since we got that work from home order and like got that kind of the news that this was like spreading globally and everything like that. Um, and it's kind of just made me a bit curious in terms of, I think, Early into the pandemic, we were talking about some of the things that just won't come back, you know, for a while, like saying that, you know, people won't be comfortable in club venues and concerts and stuff like that for years, years to come. And these things might just change entirely. But it's always weird to kind of, you know, we're a year later and those thoughts were still kind of circulating. But we're seeing examples of, you know, All-Star Weekend and ATL where there's large groups of people partying or you know, the Texas governor just recently announcing the whole state is opening again and seeing videos of people at clubs and restaurants, no masks and all of that. And it's like, are things just going to go back to normal now that the vaccine is circulating or will people still be hesitant to kind of go back to these large venues and large gatherings and stuff like that? What do you think? I think like, the United States is in a completely different state of delusion with this kind of stuff. So like, you know, compared to us. So it's like, I feel like I get the whole concept of like not wanting to live in fear of, I don't know, like government regulation. Like, I don't know. It's a strange like thought process for a lot of people, but like, yeah, when I think about where we're at here, like, I can't deny it. Like I've thought of like, okay, well one day I'm going to have to get on a streetcar again or, you know, or, you know what I mean? I'm going to have to do these things, get on an airplane, like that type of stuff. Like, how does that, like, how does that kind of stuff that change? I don't know. Like it's, um, I, I want to be optimistic and say that like, I'm going to go back and like do all the same kind of things that I normally did, but it's like, I'm paying attention a lot more to like, cleanliness and like holding on like opening doors and you know yeah, yeah. with my cell phone and stuff like that and making sure I'm not like touching something and then touching my phone and I feel like here it's a little bit it's a little bit different and like we're kind of locked down a little bit more under control let's say than the United States in terms of like how sure. we're regulating things but yeah. I don't know if me 
personally will feel like the moment that I get a vaccine and everything's good again, I'm going to like run out to the bar or the club. Like that seems kind of a little bit foreign to me. Plus I'm going to be 30 years old. So it's like, <laughs> that doesn't anymore. mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I'm curious to know your thoughts. Like I, I just don't really feel like, I don't like from a marketing or a branding perspective, like I don't think it like a lot of companies have to like think that differently or change their practices other than just opening back up. But one thing before you jump back in there, I would hope that like the same level of like, um, like hygiene and, you know, keeping like restaurants and stuff clean and wiping tables down and all that kind of stuff is still like something that's like actively practiced because regardless COVID or not, like I think this whole experience has really pointed out how gross places can be public places can be. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I remember we kind of made a bunch of those jokes where like um, the subway system was saying, yeah, we're now going to deep clean the whole thing. And we're just like, Oh, you guys weren't doing that before. Oh, cool. All right. Just starting now. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think it's weird because yeah, I'm on Twitter a lot and I can see kind of people in the States like acting as if nothing has ever changed and they're still kind of doing the same things that we were doing before the pandemic. So it's like, I can see a reference of people doing it to the point where I think when that switch does happen, like when most of us are vaccinated, that I will kind of be okay transitioning into that. I can be at a bar with other people. Again, I can be at a restaurant and have my guard down a little bit. You know, Um, I don't think I'm going to be at a nightclub with, you know, packed with people where I can't even move or breathe. Like eh, I'm good, but in a more controlled setting where like I can count all the people in the room and stuff like that, I think I'll, I'll be fine without having to think every person near me has COVID personally. Yeah. And I mean, it like hypothetically by the time all that kind of stuff happens, like we'll have had vaccines will ideally be like immune to COVID. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah like, hopefully. but it's, for me, it's like the cleanliness thing and hygiene and, you know, uh, making sure that stuff's actively practiced. And like, plus, like, I think, I think it's going to be like a huge awakening for a lot of businesses too. And like, and how they restructure, like their staffing, their, um, you know, how they operate as a, a restaurant or something like that, like how that is run, how people maintain, like there might be positions of just people who are like actively like busboy type people who are like just responsible for cleaning and making sure everything is good. It's like interesting, man. Like, I think even just the office aspect too, because like, what's interesting is you know my team personally at work, like most of them are in Saskatoon, so I was always kind of remote when I was communicating with them, um, which is it presents its own challenges, right? What I think is going to be really interesting is when half of the office chooses to you know work in the office, and the other half wants to choose to work remote. How does that work? Because when yeah. everyone's remote, it's easy to communicate. It's easy to hop on Google Meet and all of that. But when half the people are in the office, what is that? What does that collaboration look like? You well, know, I kind of worry great. about like that. And I think any owner of a, a company really needs to. They should probably already be thinking about that. You know, oh, they, when they, that, they, that moment hits, they should. There should be a plan ready to go as soon as you know we're yeah. good to go. You know what I yeah. mean? And you like it's an interesting time to like own a business and probably not probably a very challenging time to 
you know, own a business and to make sure everything is kind of like running on track, keeping everything totally legit. But it's also like, I don't know, like what's the work from home landscape policy going to look like, you know, when things end up actually getting like, you know, normal again. And like, I, it's something that I talk with my coworkers about as well all the time. It's like, well, part of my job is like literally going to be with clients and be with people and like go to, you know, games and stuff like that. Like, what is, what is that going to look like? And how is like a controlled capacity? Yeah. And like a sporting venue going to work. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I pray for the day that I can go to, you know, a sporting event, a live sporting event or a concert again. But at the same time, I think we just need to pump the brakes a little bit to make sure that like, we're thinking, excuse me, about things like a little bit more holistically versus just jumping back into, you know, what it was because we have a needle in our arm now. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, we're, the cool thing about like, even just reflecting, like having a podcast that we have every week is that we can just kind of show that progression, you know, like as we learn new things and like, as the vaccine is rolled out, once we take it, like we can have that like all documented, on last year where we were like when is the vaccine going to come like three years from now or something to potentially this summer where we take it and it's like okay now we have it what has changed in our life do we feel like we can walk into a club a bar a concert venue whatever you know so that's going to be interesting i'm kind of looking forward to that just like documenting the rest of the year it's it's gonna be a huge series man and like i you know i can't wait for when we can actually like record in person, in person again you know what yeah, I mean I have to give a little bit like we've done a pretty good job of adapting making sure things are like kind of like all good it's almost like easier to do it this way like it is you know? yeah yeah I got you yeah, like, when the when the studios open back up that's when we'll kind of uh really take this to the next level here I feel more official with like a studio mic in front of me and the headphones that you know I can put on one ear and not <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know so that was that was episode seven um i think we covered you know a good amount of topics we have some follow-ups to you know we'll see how some of the stuff evolves um but yeah you know stay tuned to some of our our next episodes we have some amazing guests lined up that are sure to wow you guys across different industries this is how we do it you know how we do it baby all right peace Episode 7. Episode 7.